Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Tuesday, January 12th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. Because of the pandemic, grocery trends are looking different this year. Instead of seeing large product lines or product innovations, there will be a focus on supply chain issues and keeping shelves stocked instead. Kara Rosenblum, registered dietitian and president of Words to Eat By, joins us for what to look out for this year. Thanks for joining us, Kara. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Usually at this time, we're talking about new food trends for the year, what to expect upcoming. But obviously, because of the pandemic, kind of everything's been thrown upside down. A lot of companies, instead of focusing on new innovation of products, we're looking more at product efficiency, focusing on the supply chain issues that arose throughout the pandemic, making sure that shelves are actually stocked rather than, you know, a bunch of new products coming on board. So, Kara, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing for 2021. Well, that's exactly right. And I mean, as a dietitian for the last 20 years, I love December, January time because I'm always looking at trends to see what new products are out there. And as I started writing for my 2021 trends report, there were so few new products because companies are distracted needfully on efficiency. There are so many little gaps and little hiccups in the supply chain everywhere along from the actual manufacturing, even getting parts to do manufacturing, to getting things to the grocery store and then sales in grocery store. The coronavirus has put everything into a tailspin. So we're really seeing something different this year for the first time ever. And that's that the idea of getting products on the shelf period is more important than new products. And I've never seen that before in my history. And one of the big things that we've seen throughout the pandemic really is companies cutting back on the number of products they are offering. We saw that with meat processing plants. There weren't as many cuts available. I think in your article, you mentioned a soup company dropping their varieties down from 80 down to 40, which is a ton, you know, so these are some of the things we're seeing. There is this sort of overall idea that 
if you're going to get products to store shelves, you've got to get the most important products and the ones that sell the best. So rather than having a variety of 80 soups, can we pick the top 40 that are the best sellers? Or rather than having, you know, 300 varieties of chips and crackers and all these things on store shelves, there's an efficiency by saying, you know what, let's look at the products that sell the best and let's focus on those and make sure we can get those to shelf instead of ensuring that there's hundreds of SKUs available. We just want to make sure we can get something on store shelves rather than hundreds of other things. So experts think that the supermarkets themselves will look differently. The layouts will be differently. I think one person you spoke to said that a lot of them might implement a reservation model where the front and the back of the store look differently. How does that work? So I spoke with Phil Lempert, who is a food industry analyst. He works with many different grocery stores and big food companies, and he was telling me what he's hearing from them. One of the things that grocery stores have found is that consumers have a lot of anxiety, of course, of going into a grocery store. Some people aren't wearing masks properly. Some people aren't wearing masks at all. And so there's a bit of a fear and an anxiety when they're shopping about their safety. So they want to either get in and out as quickly as possible, or they want to do online delivery or online or Instacart or one of those sorts of curbside options. So what he has found is some of the grocery stores have said they're now going to institute a reservation model where similar to a restaurant, you book in advance and you have a time slot and that will help them limit the number of shoppers that'll be in the store at any one time. He also is noting that some companies are going to start to change the layout of their store so that people can still shop for fresh foods like fruits and vegetables and their cuts of meat. They can still browse and pick what they want, but that packaged item, so you know, anything from toilet paper to breakfast cereal to canned goods will be in the back of the store and that'll be picked and packed for you while you shop, which would cut down on the amount of time people have to spend in the grocery store and make it more efficient. And he also mentioned those might not be picked and packed by humans. That might be robotic in the future. Yeah, I mean, he said that it could cut the average grocery shop time of 22 minutes down to about 10 minutes. which is beneficial on all parties, it looks like. The other thing that we've seen this trend going on for a long time is more plant-based items on the shelves. This is just kind of accelerating it. And an interesting thing that I didn't know, I haven't seen just yet, there's blends of these things too. Let's say on milk, you can get a 50-50 cow's milk and almond milk blend. The extension of the plant-based stuff is continuing. Exactly. And I find that there are many companies who are experts in animal-based products, companies who are, you know, dairy or milk-based, and they're seeing a huge drop in their sales because so many people are looking for plant-based alternatives. And they're probably saying to themselves, if we don't start doing something plant-based, we're going to lose out. And I think that's where a lot of these blends are coming from. It's to continue to move their products when they're finding such a decrease in their sales and an increase in the sales of plant-based. But plant-based is met with a lot of controversy as well because a lot of the products that are coming out use the word plant-based to almost give it a health halo to make it seem very healthy that it comes from plant when what's actually being made is a highly processed or ultra-processed food made of protein isolates and powders and they're kind of moving away from being actual plants at this point. So, you know, a chickpea is a plant, broccoli is a plant, but isolated pea protein burgers, that's no longer really a plant. And the last thing that we're seeing is functional foods and beverages, one that you should be careful for, too. You know, make sure to check out the full list. These are things that are enhanced with CBD is really popular, but it could be a range of things. 
There are different companies that are adding vitamins or minerals or other kind of supplements to their foods. And for certain people, if you're taking supplements, like actual pills or liquids, you're actually taking supplements, you may be getting too much of certain vitamins and minerals. So it's just sort of a reminder that too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Kara Rosenblum, registered dietitian and president of Words to Eat By. Thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday to Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.